you're listening to reality by raya so this episode is very special for me because i have invited over someone who has been a major inspiration for me when it comes to creating content she is an international pop artist a graduate from harvard university and needless to say my favorite youtuber so without further ado let's welcome avanti nagral hello avanti how are you Namaste Ria. Um thank you for the kind introduction by the way and I am so excited to be here. So we'll begin the session and my very first question would be related to your profession. So Avanti what is music for you? <laughs> music is uh is a lot of things for me. Music is the way in which I communicate with the world. It is something that has been very healing to me. It has you know very honestly saved my life in in many ways um and it's a beautiful universal language that you don't need to understand and you can use it to connect with anybody so if not an artist which profession would you have chosen you know um so in college i studied psychology and global health and that was a huge interest of mine for a long time um i thought honestly till a few years ago that i would do something in the global health space and combine that with the arts and media perhaps say working with the united nations or something of that nature but when i started you know doing music professionally and content professionally um i realized that when you have a platform as an artist or a creator then you are able to still talk about those issues you know collaborate with experts things like that so I would have been doing the exact opposite of what I'm doing right now where I would have been on the same business or advisory side of it but I'm grateful that it's this way. So Anthi when you create content you must uh, experience some negative comments and how do you deal with such criticism? You know it's a part and parcel of putting yourself out online to be very honest um with the beauty comes the hate. I think Number 1, a lot of hate often comes from a place of insecurity on the other person's part. And so you have to just remember maybe they're going through a bad day, maybe they're feeling jealous of something or lacking. And so honestly, I usually just in my mind wish the person well. Um now obviously if they are saying things that are particularly, you know, terrible or using certain language, um luckily a lot of these platforms have ways you can block, you know, certain words and language and um so using those features is important and and for me the safety of my community is very important so um you know making sure that people who are following us and you know part of our community feel safe so if there are people like that then removing them or whatever it is or even reporting if it gets to that extreme but fortunately i think it's more um it's much more love than hate and uh and sometimes i think you know a lot of people get confused criticism with hate i think criticism is important it's just ek tarika hota hai in terms of how you should criticize someone you know so anti i have seen that you talk a lot about social taboos so my question is if you could completely vanish any one social taboo from society which one would it be and why oh any one Uh there's so many. Um I think this is a very broad term but I think discrimination in general because we discriminate on the basis of gender, caste, color, race and if we 
we somehow abolish discrimination, I think a lot of things would change. How do you create your songs? Like, do you, where does this inspiration from for the lyrics come from? It comes from a bunch of different places. Sometimes it's from my personal life. Sometimes it's from conversations I'm having with people and realizing, you know, what people care about. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's about a theme in the world that I think is important to be shared through a song. For example, um, last year I released a song called Suntolo, which is about mental health. And um, I really wanted to create a song about mental health. And so I collaborated with a Jaipur-based poet, you know, to be able to um, to create it in a way that was instantly relatable and universal, particularly in Hindi. And, um, you know, it was it was motivated by a lot of my own personal uh, situations with mental health, but also what I'd been seeing, especially during the pandemic and with everybody dealing with it. Um, sometimes songs like, uh, like I have a song called Jealous, which was motivated by my own personal life and how I felt in that relationship. Um, and so, you know, it's, I think music is beautiful because you're able to sometimes say complex things or share complex emotions in simple ways. You know, we have a song called Permission, for example, which is a song about consent. And sometimes when you talk about consent, a lot of people get turned off because they're just hearing, oh, no means no, this and that. But we made the song, for lack of a better word, sexy, because consent is sexy. The idea is you're just asking for permission and it should be something that's the bare minimum. Right. And so doing it in the form of song where you can groove along with it and then subliminally the lyrics are actually working on you. I think it's it's a really cool thing. So I'd like to add that my favorite song is Chalhat. Like, <laughs> I, I really love that song. Thank you so much. So Avanti, like you also perform on stage as well. Is there any embarrassing moment that you face which you would like to share if you're comfortable? Oh God, yeah, of course. Um, uh, <laughs> so I grew up also learning Indian classical music. And um, when I'm on stage today singing more pop music and you know that, I'm standing, moving around, all of that. But with classical music, you usually sit and perform. And inevitably, the last couple concerts I've done that are classical based, my leg has fallen asleep every time. So I remember I would stand up and then completely fall off the stage because my <laughs> I have so many pins and needles in my leg. Um, so that's definitely been embarrassing. But um, other than that, you know, honestly, the cool or the, the trick about being a performer is often there's a lot that goes wrong on stage. but you cannot let the audience know that. So even if something's gone wrong, you sang a wrong note, whatever it is, you have to make it feel like it was intentional and just go with the flow. So while we're talking about embarrassment, um, share with us any particular date which you find really awkward or embarrassing. Any any date? like Yeah, a... if you went on a date, which was awkward for you. Hmm, I'm trying to think if I went on a date that was awkward for me. Uh, let's see. I mean, I've been in situations where I just feel completely out of place. Like I remember this uh, one of my, I guess a date that I went on, um, I was at this theater show, which was a beautiful show, but it was one of those shows where this was in college, 
you show up really like a, most of my classmates and everybody who was there had showed up to this club and they were honestly very drunk um, and I don't drink so I just felt completely out of place because everybody was like yeah and I was like okay this is nice you know <laughs> so it was a very interesting situation um, but I had fun still I mean I, I truly believe you can have fun in any capacity. So were you like this confident and outgoing during your teen years as well? Hmm. Yes and no. Um, I think I think as a child I was always this confident and outgoing. I think I had some experiences as a preteen and teen which made me a little bit more guarded. Um, a lot of bad experiences with bullying actually. Um, and that makes me really sad because uh, I, I think as a teenager there were aspects of my personality that I censored because I was scared of what people would think or whether they would like me or especially as a woman honestly I didn't want to come across too strong or assertive because um, you know we'd been conditioned to to be viewed differently as a woman you know because um, men used to take up that space but I'm so glad that that is not who I am today and I'm so glad that honestly um, as an as an early teen that's how I felt but as a later teen I was just like I have to focus on myself because nobody else is going to be a better advocate than me for myself, you know, and um, all the things that I felt about my body and uh, this idea of what is perfection, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm really grateful that now as a, no longer a teenager, um, as a early 20s, almost approaching mid 20s individual, um, I, I feel so much more connected to my young self. And I think that's important. Um, and I think that, you know, confidence comes from within and really comes from a belief in yourself. And nobody can believe in you for yourself. You have to do that. And no matter what, that will help your confidence shine. That's totally right. So <laughs> what is Avan Tribe? Like I've joined this Discord community. So what is it? What is the purpose behind it? Yeah, so, um, I mean, Avan Tribe is obviously a like a play on my name, but um, Discord is one of my favorite places on the internet because it becomes a community where everybody can connect with each other. Right on Instagram, YouTube, Bispud, I can be sharing things outward and you know I can have one-on-one -on -one conversations on DMs and comments and things like that, but the community cannot talk to each other. On Discord, it's like this massive group chat where people can talk to each other, play games, have events, do whatever, um, with or without me, which is I think the most beautiful part. Now we, of course, from our end also try to make sure that we have a lot of events and have a lot of places that people can come to. So it's adding value to their lives. For example, we do talent shows, debate nights, game nights, you know, fun things. We also do things that are career oriented. So we do career chats, college chats. Um, we also have mental health sessions where we bring in therapists and licensed professionals to just have an open chat and people can kind of share their struggles and what's been on their mind because we know that a lot of people cannot afford access to therapy. Um, and so it's it's very fun. It's one of my favorite places. And um, it's, uh, yeah, honestly, like if people want to get in touch with me, the easiest way is Discord because otherwise, like everywhere else is so complicated. And I know who the Discord most active people are. And it's fun because I get to talk to them, you know, in, in yeah, because I mean, they're amazing. Like sometimes I'll just hop into a voice chat. And we'll just have a call. Right. It's, it's very fun. It, it becomes one of those places where for me, it feels like there's actual humans because the bigger you grow, and I'm very grateful for that, but sometimes the numbers seem crazy. Like, what does 
X lack mean? Like, I don't, I don't even know what that means. And then when you talk to somebody, then you're like, okay, it's just a regular human that you're, you know, communicating with. So what kind of content would we be seeing in the recent weeks? Um, in the upcoming weeks, you will see some new music. You will also see some actually very personal things, um, which, which I uh, have wanted to share for a while. So you will see that. And then you'll also see some, you know, collaborations. You will see some uh, series. I'm working on a sex education series right now with Terribly Tiny Tales um, and a bunch of other, you know, things like that. So the thing with with the content that we make is um, it's, it's very diverse. Um, it's usually not the same every day. So you can always prepare to be surprised. So Avanti, who has been the biggest inspiration for you in your life? Um, honestly, a lot of the strong women in my life. Um, my my Aji, who some of you may know from, from my content, is just such a badass. Um, both my grandmothers were such badasses. My Guruji from you know, my Indian classical Guruji, she is 90 years old and still killing it. She just won a Padma Vibhushan. Um, just absolutely amazing. I've been really grateful to have had a lot of you know female um, role models and mentors in my life, and I think the small parts of each of them have made me who I am today. So while we end up the session, is there any advice which you would like to give to your fans? Uh, um, I, well, there's a quote that really guides me in life, and um, maybe it'll help help some of you. Uh, Maya Angelou, you know, a famous poet, once said that uh, people will forget what you said, they'll forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And so in anything that you do in life, just remember that it's about humanity first and how the other person a, feels in your presence or what you do and how that affects somebody. Um, because you can, I don't know, win all the awards in the world, you can have the biggest milestones, but if you're not a kind person, then does it really matter? Um, you know, if you don't have love that you're surrounded by with friends and family and, you know, kindness, then who will you share it with, you know? So I think that's just the small piece of advice I would give. That's a really beautiful piece of advice. So thank you so much, Avanti, for joining in. It was a really amazing session and I hope your fans enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Ria. I had such a beautiful time and it was so lovely to meet you and chat with you. And to everybody listening, please make sure you go subscribe to the podcast so you can hear more such wonderful episodes. And thank, thank you so, so much. much.